Welcome back, sparklers, to another episode of Ignite Your Spark with me, your host, Kim Duff Selby. And I am delighted today, I say that a lot, I know, but I really am, to bring you an amazing woman, and her name is Dr. Brooke Sheehan. Dr. Brooke has helped me on my healing journey. And unless you are an immortal, you suffer through something at some time in your life. And you will need assistance from someone. And I have been fortunate enough to call Dr. Brooke my healer. Yeah, that's you. You are my healer. (laughs) And and welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming on to my podcast. I've wanted you on here for months, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, Kim. I'm so excited to be here. Like you and I are very kindred spirits. And I just think that our energy meshes really, really well. And we've, you know, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. So I'm glad I'm glad we get to, to share our conversations with the rest of you out there. <laughs> I, I agree. I, it's been over six months that I've been working with yep. you. And I just, you know, I don't talk about my illness a lot or whatever, not my illness, but I don't like to manifest it out into the world. So I'm certainly not going to share all that on a podcast on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But I have had a lot of intestinal issues and Dr. Brooke has assisted me. Now, Dr. Brooke, you are a trained chiropractor, but you do dynamic system analysis. And you really are remarkable because I've worked with a lot of healers over my life. (laughs) And I appreciate everything that you bring to the healing table, as it were. And I wouldn't say you're a chiropractor in the traditional sense, although perhaps you are, because I work with you virtually. So there is no hands-on manipulation taking part there. Now, let's go before we talk about what you do, because I know people are going to want to know, how do you do this? How do you perform what you do virtually? But tell us how you got into the field of chiropractic practice, because I know your medical background or your DNA is really rooted in medicine. So let's give us a little brief background on how famous you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Without taking 10 hours of a podcast episode, we're going to do this real quick. So um, in medical literature today, you can literally Google search Sheehan syndrome, my last name, Sheehan syndrome, which was actually discovered by my great uncle. So my dad's uncle um, back in the maybe like 1950s, I may not be right on the time frame there. Uh, but he was a kidney pathologist, he worked on trying to figure out different kidney diseases. And he actually stumbled upon something that pregnant women um, can acquire or can come down with Sheehan syndrome, there's still women today in the world, even in the modern world in which we live in, that are struggling with Sheehan syndrome. Essentially what that is, is the pituitary gland in the brain is responsible for secreting hormones. So it secretes the hormones to help us start our period and to do all those different things. Well, with Sheehan syndrome, what happens if if a pregnant woman loses too much blood at the end of her delivery as she's delivering that baby, the pituitary gland swells and those hormones no longer produce and work in the body. So the woman ends up feeling very fatigued. She doesn't get her period back. She's dealing with all kinds of mood disorders. 
Now, let me ask you, when I mentioned no period fatigue and mood disorders, you think, well, yeah, she's a new mom. Of course, all new moms face those things, right? Like, so the interesting thing about Sheehan syndrome is that it doesn't really get diagnosed until that child is about two or three years old. And the woman goes, whoa, I'm still feeling very exhausted. This child's sleeping through the night. I'm still don't have my period back. Like what's going on? And then it gets discovered that, hey, or diagnosed that you have this. So that is like the famous, you know, and my grandfather, my great uncle's brother was dean of New York Medical School, the dean controlling the entire school. <laughs> At the age of 29, <gasps> the youngest dean they've ever had. Um, he's still on all of their history walls of the school and how it got founded and everything, which is very, very cool. So come from a long lineage of the medicine, like medical, traditional medical, conventional medicine background. Although in that time frame, like in 1940s, 1950s, my grandfather was also very adamant about medical students actually learning the body instead of just um, giving pharmaceuticals. Like we mm -hmm. know now, uh, I think a lot of the listeners may know now, is the medical industry is very driven by pharmaceuticals. And so it's yeah. very like Kim would, could walk into a doctor's office and say, hey, my stomach hurts, and they're going to write a prescription for something. And that's really how things are done currently. Um, having that background, I, <laughs> interestingly enough, really went into finance. <laughs> that's what I did after high school is I went into accounting because like in my mind, I was like, you know what? I want to have my own business one day that like was like a, you know, dream of mine. And I'm like, I don't want my accountant to be able to pull wool over my eyes. Mm. Like I want to know what's happening. And so I actually spent like 12 years in the accounting field before I personally myself got pregnant. Like I was 26 years old when I got pregnant and I started really like then going, oh my gosh, I really need to learn some things about being healthy. I was your drive-through queen. I was Burger King, Taco Bell, McDonald's. <laughs> like I was the, the, you laugh at hearing this because this might be the first time you're hearing it, but this I read me. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you know, I, when I was pregnant and I was like, oh my gosh, I like want to do everything I can to make sure that this child is healthy and possible, like as possible. And so I started eating better and shifting the way I did things. And I went to natural childbirth classes. Cause I was like, I want to have a natural childbirth. I don't want to have drugs or medication. And, um, it was at that point that I was introduced to chiropractic for pregnant women and really never thought about chiropractic at all, other than you get in a car accident, you go see a chiropractor. That was <laughs> my idea, right? And, you know, got adjusted during my pregnancy, not the whole pregnancy, but once I started shifting my, you know, health habits and my eating and all that, then I started like getting adjusted. I recognized, oh my gosh, like I've had migraine headaches since I was 16 years old. Those are gone. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. having headaches. I'm not taking pharmaceuticals for my headaches anymore. Like, whoa, like I'm here just to adjust my pelvis, <laughs> to make sure my baby is like aligned and ready to come out so I can have the best labor possible. But I, they, there was all these other things coming through that I was just like, whoa. So not getting into all the details, but uh, that chiropractor who adjusted me, who adjusted my daughter after birth, um, he really... Um, was such a catalyst for me getting into chiropractic school and saw something in me because I've like I've had a very dark background in terms of like 
like just self-worth issues, self-esteem, like not seeing myself in any high highlight or any, mm. like any light talk about ignite your spark. It's like, I did not even have a spark to ignite. Like that was my life. Oh. And so getting, having this influence from this chiropractor who just saw so much light in me and saw so much, you know, so, like something there, I don't know what it was, but he was always like, you need to go to chiropractic school. You need to go to chiropractic school. And the one thing people, um, and I don't know that you know this about me, Kim, um, but I have a mild case of cerebral palsy. Um, Cerebral palsy is, for those of you who may not know, it's a gross motor disorder. Um, It happens at birth or right after birth um, due to like a loss of oxygen. So baby forms in the womb, okay. um, But then during that delivery process, something goes wrong. Uh, and oxygen to the brain doesn't occur like it should. My mom was in labor 29 hours, lost oxygen during that time. Mm -hmm. I lost oxygen and have a very mild case of cerebral palsy, but other people have very, you know, severe cases. So for me, I'm like, Dr. Matt, you're crazy. I'm not going to chiropractic school. I have cerebral palsy. Remember, (laughs) because it was the story I would tell myself. Exactly. The story I would share with the world. Like, I can't do that. That's a limitation. And guys, I'm sitting here right now, like I've graduated school in 2019. I am definitely adjusting patients. I like, there is no issue at all um, with my quote unquote diagnosis um, in terms of how I'm able to help people. Yeah. I knew that because I, of course, researched you, you know, <laughs> prior to working with you and prior to our, I looked yeah. again prior to our conversation. I saw that on your website and I was yes. like, whoa, yeah, whoa. And it is a mindset. It's interesting because we tell ourselves these stories. It's much like when I was younger and I was always called a dumb blonde. Well, that's the story that I had in my head for right. decades, right. for decades. Right. And you, I mean, a diagnosis is not a death sentence. It's not right. something that means you have to stop, halt, delete. You can't do anything. Yeah. And you are living proof of that. But you went back to chiropractic school when you were sort of a little bit older than yes. most people, yes. right? Yes. I graduated chiropractic school at 33. A lot of the students in class with me were early 20s, you know, even some that didn't even like weren't even like of the legal age to drink because they yeah. had started their undergrad so early that they're coming into chiropractic school at 20. Uh, yeah. So, well, not only did you go when you were older, but you also had a baby. I also attended chiropractic school out of the area where your baby was. I mean, so you really have accomplished so much, but people are listening to this and they're going, well, how does a chiropractor heal you? I don't get it, but there's more. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called dynamic systems analysis. And that is really what you use in conjunction with your chiropractic training to heal me, isn't it? And what is that? Tell us about DSA. Yes, absolutely. So to to first share a little bit more piece of the story that I didn't share. So the chiropractor that initially, you know, got me to look into chiropractic school um, was great. He was phenomenal. Traditional, like chiropractic, like you mentioned earlier, like I am not a traditional chiropractor. You do not lay on my table for five minutes and get, you know, bones adjusted and then get up and, you know, I'll see you on Wednesday if you're in on Monday. Like it's not three times a week, all of that kind of stuff, not traditional chiropractic. But there was, I, even though my migraine headaches were gone and I felt good and quote unquote good, 
I felt like there was still something really off. Like, like I, like I'm like my diet could be better, but I just kind of feel like I have some brain fog, like GI stuff happening. And it wasn't like enough to elicit like some, you know, emergency type visits, but I was just like, I, there's something else going on here. Well, um, I met other groups of chiropractor chiropractors in San Diego as I, you know, began to pursue my passion for chiropractic. And one of those doctors introduced me to Dr. Keith Roberts, who is the founder and developer of dynamic system analysis. And at the time, um, my youngest sister, who was 22 years old, just got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. And if you know anything about UC, I know Kim, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I it. do. <laughs> um, but ulcerative colitis essentially is your entire large intestine is inflamed and it's just either you're running to the bathroom, you're trying to make it to the bathroom before something happens. You know, you're just your whole gut. You don't know if you, if you eat this, if it's going to elicit like some response, all of those kind of things. You may even see drug commercials for some ulcerative colitis drugs on TV, uh, but my sister had just gotten diagnosed with that. And so her and I actually went to go see Dr. Roberts together as new patients. And mm. we were blown away. I'm like, I'm talk about holy flipping cow. This guy was able to like, as a chiropractor, he's also a licensed chiropractor like, like myself, but he really tuned into our bodies. He tuned into my body. He tuned into my sister's body separately. We were at separate visits, uh, but at the same, like, we had back-to-back visits. Like yeah. And um, within six months, like like where they were wanting to do surgery and she have a bag and all these things, you know, at 22 years old, within six months, she had no symptoms of ulcerative colitis. Her GI, um, what, what the, the colonoscopy coming back clear, like, you know, she's now like 30 years old, three kids, like doing great, wow. like really, really well. And that was all through a method of really treating the body in the order in which it's asking for treatment. No different than any of you who've ever baked anything in your entire life. You can't just get all of the ingredients for chocolate chip cookies and then expect to willy nilly throw all of these ingredients in some random order and expect to get the chocolate chip cookie or the outcome you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of healthcare has been really driven by, okay, well, you know, I'm coming in for gut issues. So let's throw all the drugs or let's throw all the supplements or let's throw all the, you know, food out the window or food in the window, whatever it is, whether it's bringing food in or out and expect it to, to respond a certain way. Like there is an order in which the body likes to be like treated every single, like, like every single visit regardless of if it's the same patient or not, like Kim, you can attest to this because we've been working together. Your treatment plans have been very different from the last treatment plan. It's not one set thing over and over and over and doing the same thing because that worked for patient A. So that's going to work for patient B. Our bodies are so unique. And so dynamic system analysis now to get to the question, I apologize for all of that. Oh no, it's it's, like we needed a little background. Yeah. Uh, Dynamic system analysis, the body is a dynamic being. It is constantly shifting and changing all the time. You and I are sitting here conducting this podcast interview. Our blood is doing different things than it would be in the next 20 minutes when we get up and we're starting to be like active and running around. Like Mm -hmm. our heart is doing different things. All of our organs are communicating with each other to make sure that the entire system of the body is, is well and thriving. 
And this is why I say like, I, I have the, the capability to run every single panel necessary. I mean, across the entire board, I can do that under my license. I can run every single panel. I do not do it unless like specifically it's like, Hey, if we're not getting certain results, maybe we need to look at X, Y, and Z to see if there's something else like kind of happening. Because I really believe that blood work is great. Blood work is so, so great, but it's a picture in time. It's like me looking at a picture of you, Kim, at the age of 30. Mm -hmm. That is a picture in time. Mm -hmm. It's not what Kim is, like where Kim is at health-wise today. And so, um, you know, just like what what conventional medicine is doing or what even functional medicine is doing uh, is just really kind of like, oh, here's the blood panel. Either if they're a medical doctor, they're going to give pharmaceuticals based on those blood panels. If they're a functional medicine doctor, which I have no problem with at all, I think they're doing great things. But a lot of times they're just plugging up the same holes in a different way than the conventional medicine doctor Mm -hmm. is doing. Instead of pharmaceuticals, they're using supplementation. And so then you end up on 20 different supplements and you're just still not feeling great. Okay. Well, I do have questions about how you do that remotely. You are also, I forgot to mention, known as the body whisperer. (laughs) I love that term. But I just want to throw in here something before, well, no, actually during, after I had first met with you, Mm -hmm. I had had a um, endoscopy scheduled. Mm -hmm. So I got an endoscopy because I was having burning in Mm -hmm. whatever my stomach or I don't know. And so I went to my GI doctor who I love. I love yeah. him. He's great. And he said, oh, you're clean. There's nothing. There's no ulcer. There's no, you know, inflammation. There's nothing. It's probably just stress related uh, pain or stress related, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but there's something there. But mm-hmm. I do have to say that at least made me feel better that there's no, cause I had just started working with you. I mean, like maybe right. a month in and then it, after we worked together, it turned out that I had some gallbladder issues and some pancreas mm-hmm. issues. And I went through a whole thing with Dr. Brooke. It was not pleasant. Let's just say <laughs> I had to do a cleanse, a gallbladder cleanse me in a fetal position, nine, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night on the phone with Dr. Brooke. I really can't handle this. This is really horrible. But of course, I came out the other side much better. I just, I really want everyone to know that you take your job so seriously that you care about each person. I mean, nine, 10 o'clock at night, you're like, call me, text me, you know, see how you're doing. I mean, that is really remarkable. So, I mean, I have seen firsthand how this works. Now, I was able to go to Paris with my daughter and felt great because of what the methods that you have helped me with supplements. And I love that you don't over supplementize. You do not make us take 7,000 different things. And, Mm -hmm. but let's get into how, how do you do that? I mean, some people are going to say this is woo woo, but you're a medical doctor. I mean, you, you actually have the training to prove this, but how do you work with someone remotely? I mean, how do you know, how do you tune into my body? Well, okay. So that, that might be a little difficult question to answer without sounding woo woo for most people. So I'm going to kind of break it down. Like, like let's use the analogy of a cell phone. Like I can pick up my cell phone right now and I can dial your phone number and I can reach you eight hours away from where I'm at right now, just by dialing and pushing that button. I don't know what is happening through the radio waves and the thing and the (laughs) satellites connecting to each other to like make that line of communication happen. I just know that it happens. So 
with dynamic system analysis, I'm doing muscle testing. Like the body of work of muscle testing is a simply just like, like typing stuff on a computer, like, hey, tell me what's wrong with X or like, tell me da 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 when we do like a Google search. So essentially, like I'm muscle testing and I'm tuning into your body. I'm having the conversation with your system. And the thing, like you said, that makes some, you know, you've worked with other energy practitioners, which is great. And I think that that there's a lot of validity to what they do, but then also combining it with the physical aspect, because we can input and we can do all sorts of great energy and clear bad energies off of people. And we can do those things, but you also have to be able to physically address whatever is physically off. And so I, I, I muscle test when I'm, when I'm communicating with Kim's body, I'm muscle testing, you know, through, through my body, I guess, if you right. were to give it a better, like, or a, a connecting point through my body to determine what is necessary. So I've, and you can share this story, but I've told you specifically, Kim, you need to go get adjusted. These are the levels that yeah. you need to get adjusted. You went in and got adjusted and what happened? Uh, the doctor. Oh, it was so cool. First of all, most of my audience probably is woo woo anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> nice. I love but it. it. I think there's a lot of energy work that you do, even if you aren't specifically trained in that, that yes. is something innately that you have. And I believe a lot of it is passed down through your DNA too. Mm-hmm. There are healers in your DNA. Now they may have gone the traditional route because mm-hmm. really a more holistic approach was not exactly as popular in the 1930s, 40s, 50s as it is now. So I believe in your DNA that you have absorbed that energy healing, all of those, you know, fabulous things that your ancestors have learned have been passed down to you. I really strongly believe that. I also believe in woo-woo. I believe in energy healing. So Dr. Brooke gives me a, you know, you get your assessment after you see her and, and, it's like the easiest thing on earth. You get a half an hour appointment with her. And then two weeks later, you follow up for another one. See how you're doing? Of course, I text her all the time anyway, though. And she gets back to me. So I, you said, oh, you're C1, whatever. You know, yeah. I'm like, how do I tell my local chiropractor that? He's going to think I'm like nuts. So I went yeah. to a young chiropractor. I love him too. He's darling. And I said, okay, so I have this woman, you know, I'm trying to explain without selling like a woo woo package at all. And he said, okay, let me show you. And he, he shows me the body on the, uh, on his little, uh, you know, computer. And he goes, oh, this is what you're saying is wrong, whatever. He gets me on the table. He looks at my king. Oh yeah, she's absolutely right. This is out of alignment. <laughs> he puts it back in. He goes, yeah, she's great. I mean, he's young. He's 30 yeah. years old, you yeah. know, 29 years old. And yeah. he's willing to accept that I'm a crazy woman telling him <laughs> to, what to do. But everything that Dr. Brooks said, he validated. So yeah. this works people. I mean, I, I think I really wanted you on the podcast because I really, I'm so grateful for you for how I feel today versus how I felt six months ago. And I really want people to explore other options when it comes to their own health and healing. We have to take it into our own hands. Absolutely. Do we need Western medicine? Yes, we Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. But I also believe that it's time for all of us to take matters into our own hands and research other ways of healing and to my mind, you present what I have found to be the best way possible. And I have worked with functional doctors. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, Reiki is different because that's a little bit different. You're not mm-hmm. uh, doing the intense healing 
to the physical body that you are actually mm-hmm doing. So it is, it is truly remarkable. And as you said, every single time your body is different. And mm-hmm. Dr. Broke will say to me, okay, well, you need these supplements this week, you know, and then two weeks later, nope, your body doesn't want those anymore. Yeah. You know what? I just accept it, people. You know, yeah. it's like, it's a gift coming to me that, and being healed in this manner, which is gentle. And it may be slower than a pharmaceutical, but the pharmaceutical is a bandaid. It's not healing. Exactly. It's not, it's getting, it's covering up a symptom. It's like taking the pain away, but the the stuff is still there. So you could have taken the pharmaceutical, but your gallbladder still screaming for assistance. And that's what I tell people is like, your body starts to whisper. You know, you, you said that, you know, I'm like, I, I love the body whisper because the body does whisper to us. But then it starts to scream and it gets louder and louder and louder. And then we end up with like chronic pain or cancers or all kinds of things because we were like literally shoving down those whispers. We were like shutting it down every time it, you know, would present itself. So, you know, my my approach is very geared towards that individual body and how it's presenting in that moment. And as you and I have been working together over the last few months, it's been peeling layer by layer by layer. So it's like, the body will only present to you what it's capable of handling in that moment of time. And it's like, hey, remove this stress out of the equation and I'll do the rest of the work that is necessary. But then there might be other layers that we have to peel apart. Like as it starts doing its thing better, it's like, okay, like I need help here. And then we get it to a point where it's just like, man, it's functioning, it's flowing, it's doing its thing. It's like totally like like running around like a young kid skipping around in a flower field feeling so joyous and happy and excited. But we, we want to like the problem with the way, even in the health field, like the way the health um, field is right now. And it makes me really kind of sad because we, we hear a lot of podcasts. We hear a lot of people talking about, you know, kale is great for you. Kale, kale, kale. We gotta like, or we got to do this, this smoothie, 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 or we got to do this juice, juice, juice. Right. Or we, we hear all these things yeah. about all these things that we have to do, or we have to take. And what we're doing is we're simply like taking our bodies and we're just slamming it up against a wall. And we're like, you're going to work. You're going to drink this kale. You're going to, your body yeah. may not even be able to process that kale and, and to attach this to supplementation and why I think like, I really do get on my soapbox when it comes to supplementation. Cause I don't care if it's the triple graded fair trade, blah, 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 all the marketing terms that they want to use. And it's so great. If your body does not want it, all you're doing is literally throwing a piece of gold. If, if you've spent thousands of dollars on this supplement, a piece of gold in the road while you're trying to drive your brand new car. So now you just crash your car into a boulder and that's what you're doing to your body. So you're causing your body to take energy away from what it should be doing, like detoxing, making hormones, breaking down hormones, building up sugars, doing what it does on a daily basis. And now it says, it slams on the brakes and it says, stop everything we do. We're doing, we need to metabolize this multivitamin that Kim thought she should take because her sister's boyfriend's cousin told her to. (laughs) Right. Right. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many of us don't know and we're always looking for the answer. And, and I, as I've said to you and I've said to other people, we don't want to give our power away. 
because it's very easy to do that. We give our power away to advertisements. You know, it's like you said, you see the commercials for the the drugs for UC and yeah, mine is like totally, I want to say cleared up since working with you and we didn't even work on that. Right. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. But you see all these ads. So people assume that they have to take them. Whereas you assist us in listening to our own body. And I was taking this, that, and the other thing, because I thought it was right, you know, not to diss the medical medium, but a lot of people follow his Mm -hmm. protocols. And there's like a bajillion different things you're supposed to take every single person, but we're all very different. All very different. I tried that celery juice thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I don't feel any different. I did celery juice for several months. I was like, what a pain, you know, maybe, and people will say, well, I feel so much better. Well, probably they weren't drinking enough water anyway. And so they were, (laughs) you know, needing that hydration aspect of the celery juice. But I just think that the service you're offering, I guess I'm your biggest fan pretty much. No, I mean it. I really, really mean it. I, I think you have to be willing and you have to believe that your body can heal itself. Yeah. And then you need a facilitator, someone yeah. such as you oh, thank to you. read it. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, would, yeah. I would love to give the listeners like a takeaway, like something, even if they choose not to work or like maybe like work with me or maybe they're doing a different thing and they want to stick with that. The thing I love to leave people with is, and I, and I share this with my patients and I talk to people who are not my patients about it as well is you know, so often we don't know how to trust ourselves. We don't know how to trust the guidance system that is literally built in to us. You know, like the spirit guides that we have, like all of this, we don't know how to tune into that and trust it. And we're always like looking for outside counsel on what do I do here? Or what what kind of decisions should I make? Or, you know, like you said, the, the commercials and those kind of things. And I really share with people, it's a concept called this or that. And I have people practice this or that with very small, inconsequential inconsequential decisions. And these are the decisions that we make in life that aren't going to make or break us, right? And when I, when I tell people this, it's like, let's start your day out, like maybe tomorrow morning after hearing this, start your day out. If, if you normally drink a cup of coffee, maybe like tune in and say, do you want coffee or tea today? Like, and literally ask yourself that question. Do you want coffee or tea today? And feel how your body feels. Like, do I want coffee? Maybe it like kind of sinks down. Do I want tea? Maybe you can feel a little bit of lighter energy. So maybe it's saying yes to the tea and not to the coffee that day. Or do I want to go for a walk versus like an insane cardio workout or all kinds of weights, you know, because that's a whole nother thing I can get on about, you know, the exercise routines of people that are just, you're hurting yourself to the point then you can no longer work out and then you're not working out and then you it's like a vicious cycle and it's like why are why are we doing this but you can utilize this or that for that you can use utilize this or that for taking your your drive home your commute home from the office do i turn right or do i go left like we have this beautiful guidance system built into us already from birth and we don't really tune into it very well um, when it comes to a lot of decisions because we have noise coming in from all over the place. So if you just start even with the inconsequential decisions, like maybe you pick up a supplement at the grocery store and you're like, do I really want this? Like, and, and I would tell people when you're first starting out, don't get really caught up in your head. Like, oh my God, is that a feel? What is, I don't know. I got a yes to both or I got a no to both. Stop. 
center yourself. Like when you're feeling like that and just, okay, if you feel like you got a yes to both, then go with what you would normally go with, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and go with that, but don't like allow your head, your mind monkeys, you know, the monkeys in your brain to like, just derail you, (laughs) which is, which is what we all do. And I really love that this or that I'd forgotten that you did tell me that before, but I had forgotten that, but I think I do that unconsciously now Mm -hmm. just thinking about it, but just so people know, you do have to take a minute to take a deep breath. Yes. You can't just go this like I would normally do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do what I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tend to be a little bit that way, but I'm, I'm learning. Certainly it's only taken me 60 some odd years, but (laughs) I think you're never too old. And I think that that is the one really important thing I would like people to take away is that to listen to your body, you have the power mm-hmm. and to reach out to you if you need a little more assistance. And I, I, I needed that assistance. I still do need that assistance. And I'm learning that because I also have mold in my body people. And I think I've shared that before. And Dr. Brooke had me on a supplement for mold detox and I was taking it and then some weird things were happening. She said, your body says, stop. Mm-hmm. But I decided to go back on it a few days ago because I have the mold symptoms. And you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay because I listened to mm-hmm. my body. My body mm-hmm. said, yeah, you can handle one, yeah. one of these a day. So it is, it, thank you for sharing that because I think that's really valid and really important. And I want everybody who has any sort of issue to contact Dr. Brooke. I know I'm a cheerleader. I have a big <laughs> Dr. B on my sweater vest and I've got my pom-poms going. <laughs> oh, Kim, I love you so much. <laughs> oh, I love you I too. I appreciate you. Oh my yeah. gosh. All right. Tell people where they can find you. Of course, I will write it down so that they can see it, but tell them your website. Yeah, absolutely. So website is Dr. Brooke Sheehan. Um, that's D-R-B-R-O-O-K. No E at the end of my name. I just want to tell people if you put the E at the end of Brooke, you will not get to the right place. And then Sheehan is S-H-E-E-H-A-N.com. Um, you can book a free consult right there on the homepage. You can find out a little bit more about what I do as a dynamic system analysis practitioner. If you're in the local San Diego area, would be happy to treat you in office, but definitely love working with patients, um, remote and telehealth and, you know, having fun stories like this with Kim, where she goes (laughs) to the chiropractor and it's, he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) so that was very validating. I mean, I believed it too, but it was really, really incredible to hear that. And I do hope to visit you in your office at some point, but I mean, I'm really a living testament to the fact that it does work virtually as well. Yes. Yeah. And, um, really quick story. I was in Austin just a few weeks ago at a baby shower. Um, I was at the baby shower of my first patient ever who I started working with remotely, um, like early, early last year, and she was struggling to get pregnant. And we had done a lot of work to get her gut cleaned up over the months. And um, I mean, she's due literally in like two or three weeks. So yeah, Yeah, you are helping people (laughs) not only shine their own light, but bring other lights into the world by birthing babies. I really can't say enough good things about you. And this is not a paid advertisement for Dr. Brooke, (laughs) but it's remarkable to me how you are relatively new 
to your practice and yet how seasoned you are. And again, I attribute that to this is your life path. Mm -hmm. It is, I feel you are given the attunements necessary from whatever forces to be able to offer this gift of yours to us, to the world. So Uh, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, people. I mean, I... I can't say enough great things about this woman. And obviously my podcast is really just to disseminate information, to motivate and inspire you to make changes in your life, perhaps to help you ignite your own spark, because it's what we all need without our health, without our light. What are we? We are here to shine our lights so that we give permission to others to shine theirs. And let's light up the world. And gosh, thanks, Dr. Brooke. And shine on, everybody. Until next time. Thank you, Kim. So much fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Every day is a new beginning. Shine your light. It's a day and the world is waiting. Move along.